Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Going from Vibrant Faith, and I'm here with Rick Lawrence and Jim Ledoux, and you are listening to the Familying the Faith podcast. This is a new show that encourages and guides discouraged ministry leaders who want to see their ministry and their community thrive. And if the way that you're doing ministry doesn't appear to be working in the same ways any longer, we're here to share practical tools and stories of hope and encouragement for you to be able to keep living out your calling, but now in a slightly different direction. And that is the direction of familying relational ministry. We are so glad that you're joining us today. And we're excited about today's episode where we're going to be talking about what does it actually mean to family? This is Rick, and congratulations on finding episode one, everyone. We are so glad that you're joining us today. And we're excited about this episode. We get to delve into um, this strange phrase called family and the faith and what that means and how it can repurpose what you're doing in your ministry. And Jim's now going to talk a little bit about what we're hoping to have happen through this podcast. Yeah. First of all, I want to lift up that. Uh, why I get so excited about this podcast is just thinking about where we spend the bulk of our time. So often we spend all this time forming faith in the one or two hours we might be at church in a given week. And I'm really excited about what we do with the other 166 hours of the week, how we use that as an opportunity to practice our faith, to find ways to live and love Jesus each and every day, and how that shows up in our daily lives. So I'm excited just simply we have that quantity of time where we can really make a difference. I also look at, um, so often people talk about faith not being relevant uh, when they go to church. And yet I think when our lives become uh, the curriculum for our faith, we get a chance, faith becomes really real in our meal times, our commuting times, our work settings. We talk about faith when we're, can't sleep at night wondering about finances, or we think about the weddings and birthdays and anniversaries, but all those rich experiences throughout the day, throughout our seasons of life, are opportunities to talk about faith and wonder what God is up to in our life and to wonder what God is calling us to be and do on a daily basis. So I love it just because we the curriculum for forming faith is really right in our daily lives. And then I get excited about this podcast because I think it's an opportunity to uh, to be hopeful, to find uh, ways that we can practice our faith every day rather than just in compartmentalized settings, primarily at church. Um, I think this podcast is a great place where we learn what, from others and we get an opportunity to come here and use this as a venue to share what's working, what's not, and how we can be a curious community about how we can make God the subject of our conversation more often. And I also think a podcast like this reminds us that we're not alone, that we do this in the context of the larger community where we can support and encourage each other. And so this is a place for us to be real, a place for us to learn from each other, and also an opportunity for us to share with you what you are telling us about how we practice faith on a regular basis. We hope to share things, how people can experiment with their faith and find practical ways to embed it into their meal times, their commuting times, their bedtime routines, so that Jesus is real and we have the opportunity to practice our faith each and every day. 
I'd like to just invite uh, Nancy to say a little bit about what actually is familying. Why do we use that as a verb? Yeah, thanks, Jim. Yeah, that's a different kind of of way of thinking about the term family, isn't it? Um, most people say when you say the word family, um, they think of a certain unit, a certain sociological unit, right? But when you make that word a verb, it changes everything. And that's why we have um, at Vibrant Faith decided to um, to focus on familying rather than family, because we think that familying, and here's our definition of it, is actually the relational process that God uses and has always used to form faith in people around us, in the next generation. Familying is how God has always worked among us to form faith. And so that's why we want to to use this word in a new way. Uh, It's family as verb instead of family as noun. And um, we want to help you as ministry leaders be able to focus on the process of familying rather than the unit of the family and the relationships of families and the relationships of people to one another in faith settings. Those are also familying relationships just as much. And so we want to we want to look at that rather than looking at the structures of the family because because I can't imagine you guys aren't already noticing this as well. God clearly today especially but I think throughout history has structured families in lots of different ways. And so if we focus on that structure we get stuck on the structure. But Instead of uh, just getting stuck on that structure, let's look at the process of familying, that process of the relational ways that God helps us reach out to one another through the Spirit to be able to form faith. So that's where we're going. That's why we call it familying. That's why we call the podcast Familying the Faith. And we want to give you not only rich descriptions of that and what that looks like, both in your church setting and in the settings of the homes of the people that you're working with, but we also want to help you be able to find and create familying in whole new ways, both in your communities and in your churches. So, and family is, familying is really about faith-focused relationships that encourage love and the presence of spirit of the spirit over time, right? So we don't think that relationships should be formed just for a program or uh, the period of time of a program, but but those familying relationships move on and accompany us through our lives. Um, so it's about the relationships in our home, but sometimes, and I think we need to name this, sometimes those home relationships aren't very healthy, right? And they're not healthy enough for the spirit to move in and through. So also, familying needs to take place in and through the community of believers, that is the church. And we want to um, to allow this conversation to help us talk about both of those kinds of relationships that are faith-forming relationships. And that verb helps to do that. So our conversations here about familying the faith are going to help us uh, finding and sharing bi-weekly stories of how God has and continues to form faith through familying. And uh, we hope to bring you lots of people who are doing that and to awaken your imagination into what that could look like both in your home, 
but then also in your uh, church community. So I want to just check in with Rick and Jim and see what they want to add to that. Rick, how about you? I was just thinking, Nancy, as you were talking, um, if we climb the ladder here for a second, theologically, think about what a radical um, reality the Trinity is. Our whole view of what life is like and how faith is formed would be different if God didn't reveal himself um, as a Trinity, as three persons in one. So one way to say that is that God, God himself is family from the very beginning of all things. And this idea that, that all good things are transferred within a circle of relationship of close, intimate family, like relationship. I just was reading this morning from John 14 about Jesus reassuring his disciples before he went to the cross and it just hit me so profoundly again today that he's telling them, I'm, I want you to be with me for always. So the, I'm preparing a room for you in my father's house right now. That's, that's a metaphoric way of saying, I can't wait. We can't wait for you to be in, in even closer relationship with us for eternity. Everything about the Trinity is about relationship. And I think that's a... Uh, a great way of thinking about what family really means. It's the kind of intimate relationship that we hope for in a family, even if it's not uh, a typical or conventional family Structure. construction. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. That gives it a whole nother spin and a really important one to ground ourselves in. Uh, Jim, what do you want to add to the mix? Gosh, when I think about uh, the power of family, I think of uh, my two kids so often we see the youngest people in our lives as the people we're teaching. But my experience has been is that my youngest son, Kenton, and my older son, Brett, have been the teachers in my life to live a life that's filled with grace uh, and to be mindful of God's presence in our lives. And one of the situations that comes to mind uh, with my youngest son is when we were having some struggles with our neighbor. Uh, around boundary issues. We lived in a townhouse and she just was never happy in what we're doing. And I was grumbling. And it was Kenton that says, Dad, I think we need to pray for so-and-so. And he said, and I think we should bring her something to show her that we care about her. And so he make, baked cookies at six years of age. He's the one that went next door and knocked on the door and offered her some oatmeal cookies. And I certainly wasn't going through my mind about letting go of the resentment and the anger and frustration of our neighbors, but it was my son that taught me the important lesson of forgiveness and extending God's grace to other people. And then I think about my oldest son, who I think was 18 at that point, who totaled one of our cars. And I just remember that this is a, an element of not worrying about a piece of metal but actually that, thank God, he was safe. Uh, it put things into perspective of what really mattered in life. Uh, it was an opportunity for us to give thanks to God for his good health and not, that nothing happened. And it's just a reminder of God's abundance and the importance of relationship. So how do we extend grace? How do we offer forgiveness? How do we live and love like Jesus? My kids are my teachers each and every day. Yeah, thanks, Jim. That just gives us, yeah, such important perspective on all this. 
Hey, for those of you guys who uh, have been connected with Vibrant Faith for a little while, you know that for a long, long time, we had kind of this slogan uh, that we used uh, about the process of, of faith being formed in and through families. And, and this was it. We know that faith is formed by the power of the Holy Spirit through personal trusted relationships, often, but not always in our homes. That was kind of the the uh, motto that we built our ministry around. Just want to say one more time that whether it's the Trinitarian theology or the diversity of, of family life and our ability through this word familying to focus on process rather than structure, familying can take that description of how faith is formed to the next level. And that's where we want to go with this podcast throughout our, our time together uh, and throughout our plans. So now I'm going to turn it over to Rick because a really critical way that we need to move our thinking about um, the formation of faith is to move it from that hour of like faith formation or Sunday school on Sunday morning to all of daily life. And Rick's just going to spend some time talking with us about that because that's where formation happens. So take a Rick. Yeah, so uh, Vibrant Faith is an interesting amalgam of passions and callings. Um, one of our callings and passions is research, and but it's not research maybe in the way you typically think about it. We call it action research, where we are what we are doing is experimenting and getting feedback um, out there with ministry leaders and churches and homes, trying to understand what actually works and what doesn't. And one sort of central uh, fuel for our, for what we are doing comes out of the research of Dr. Christian Smith, who's a sociologist of religion at Notre Dame. And he's been uh, probably the leading sociologist of religion in the world for the last couple of decades. And his work in this arena is, is, is really clarifying and profound, and it has an impact in our daily life. So let me just explain that for a second. In Christian Smith's research into families that tend to influence their young people into a lifelong faith, he found uh, two things that you can imagine as sort of an access point between those two things. The first one is a vertical, authentic relationship with God that is lived out in daily life. It's not a church thing. It's actually the center of uh, that home's life that this authentic everyday relationship with, with Jesus, this vertical relationship is present there. But then the horizontal access is what he calls a th- an authoritative parenting style. And that simply means parents that have clear expectations for their kids, but the environment is very warm and tender. So you get this firmness around expectations, but a softness around the relational environment. He calls that an authoritative uh, parenting environment. When you have those two things in operation in a home, um, what he's saying in his research is that those kids are "quote unquote" infected with a with a, a deep faith that becomes part of their identity. So then, if you then transpose that into our own lives, the three of us here on this podcast, you uh, outside people might call us professional Christians because we've been working, you know, in a Christian ministry setting for decades, each of us. And so sometimes people look at our home life differently because, oh, those are how the professional Christians live their life. 
But actually, I, I, if I look back onto my own culture forming in my own family, it really, that culture came out of an overriding central focus on a deepening relationship with Jesus that was true with my wife and I, and it just kind of spills into the water of the family. I was thinking, Jim, as you were talking about this, there's a couple of stories I can think about from early on when my, my girls, I have two girls, and now they're um, uh, older, they're in college life. One of them was just a, a little girl when she was riding in a car seat in the back of the car, and uh, my wife spilled coffee all over herself. And there she was on her way to an important appointment, and she's, she's upset and really frustrated. And from the back of the seat, in her little car seat, my daughter Lucy said, Mom, don't worry. Jesus will take care of that. And Bev said something like, right, right, right. But Lucy said, no, Mom, Jesus is going to take care of that. When Bev stopped the car and got out of the car, she could not find the coffee stain on her. She spilled coffee on herself, but she couldn't find the stain anymore. It was like a miracle. So what happened there is really the fruit of something that was going on in our family culture that led Lucy to say something that she seemed certain about because a relationship with Jesus was certain to her. So faith being formed in daily life is, is a possibility for every family. It just all ties back to what's at the center of who you are and what's at the center of what your family life is like. Wow, thanks for that story, Rick. It's really fun to hear how our children are able to lean into the spiritual and um, pay more attention to what God is doing sometimes than we do. Uh, It gives us pause to think about how this faith-forming relationship is really a reciprocal one. It's, It's both our kids and we who are helping one another to experience Jesus together. Well, we're going to turn it back over to Jim now, who's going to wrap it up and help us think about what we can take away from this first podcast. Jim? Today's takeaway are these three things. One is why this podcast? Why is forming faith at home uh, make a difference? It's just simply this is where the real conversations take place. This is where we have the most time to go deep and experience God. And it's the neglected part that we've overlooked is this process of forming faith. Then we also talked about why family. Again, that element of this, all the research shows, this is what makes a difference in people's lives. When they are connected to loved ones and having these caring conversations in their daily life, that's what makes a difference. That's why we need family and to focus on the household study. And finally, uh, how do we form faith in daily life? How do we build those practices in that are rich with conversations, wondering what God is up to? So those are the three things that we just like to lift up in this conversation. And I want to remind you that this podcast comes out every other week on Tuesdays. And if you think this episode would be helpful for another ministry leader you know, we would love to have you share it with them. We are here to help you take your next faithful step.